When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host, Heather. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and Joe. Hello. A very early morning podcast, 9 o'clock California time, 10 o'clock Arizona time. Not early for me. Some of us went to Disneyland yesterday and are tired. <laughs> so we're here to discuss <clears throat> season four, episode nine, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving IV. What is that in Roman numerals? Four. Four. <clears throat> Thanksgiving four then. Um, first, we'll start with a feeling stick. Heather. Okay, I'm going to be quick on my feeling sticks because we have a lot to unpack on this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, but I will say, oh my gosh, I wish I could give a million honey roasts. I love this episode, love everything about it. And they redeemed themselves from the worst episode of Thanksgiving ever last year. And also, it's come to my attention that I mentioned Abbott Elementary on this podcast. I don't know why you're saying that like it's a question, but okay. And I'm obsessed with that show, but I'm not going to say anything about it in this podcast today. And I want you guys to know why. It's not because I don't love it. It's because it wasn't on last week. Okay, Joe. So I'm not dissing nope. it. There was some presidential thing on. Joe. Uh, no feeling stick this week. Okay, I have a few things. The first is that we will not have a podcast next week. Yes, Heather's fine. She's dealing with it. I want to thank really. Joe because he does own the three Baskin Robbins ice cream stores and works so hard and has crazy hours and still finds a way to meet us on Zoom. He could have said, look, I can't do the podcast anymore, guys. But he also knows he's the fan favorite. So that's what's been keeping him going. You're the best, Joe. So, <laughs> so we're going to take a break just so when Joe comes to visit, we can really bank some episodes and bring back a little better audio quality and what I think is a better dynamic in person, but we've gotten better on Zoom. So um, we'll miss you next week, but we'll be back after that. We also want to talk about how Ralph on who plays Tran passed away. Oh. Uh, we already recorded our podcast last week when that news broke. So that's why we didn't say anything. Obviously, uh, first of all, like five people messaged us. Is Heather okay? <laughs> oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, thank you guys. So that's very thoughtful that you guys pay attention to how much she likes Tran and that she's a, a sensitive person. Not in a bad way. Like just to have. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I take it as a compliment. And I just wanted to say real quick that I don't remember why, but I had to go back to one of our old episodes to look for something. <clears throat> the audio was so comically bad. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you again, because I don't understand how you got through it. And we appreciate you guys sticking with us. On Zoom? In general, but on Zoom in particular. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that brings us to the Netflix description of this episode. With everyone single at Thanksgiving... Schmidt introduces Bangsgiving for each person to bring a friend to sleep with another friend. Super problematic and weird. Joe, what's your Joe Flix description? On this one? Yes, Joe, on this episode, please. I don't... <laughs> they just did it for I people. would say that this one has to do with setups. 
Mm, yes, it does. Right, but you have to make a Joe Flick's description. <laughs> One of your little set lines. it up. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's I got to set it up. Because Joe makes it mysterious. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Netflix on that one. Well, set it up can have several meanings in the show. Like, everyone had to be set up with someone. Yeah. Set it up is the show, is the plots of the show. There's a lot of setting it up, and we'll explain it as we go through. Will we? Okay. Fun. Okay. This is another one of those moments I desperately wish we posted videos because Joe's hair right now is phenomenal. <laughs> Okay, uh, guest stars from this episode include Greta Lee, who plays Kai, Allison Becker, who plays Pearl, Megan Falcon, who plays Lucy, and Alex Marshall Brown, who's Pepper. We have no time to get into what other shows they've been in because this episode has too many scenes, so I'm going to move right on. Two are in the loft, and Schmidt is in a pilgrim hat, which Heather made me think of uh, This Is Us. Yes, it reminded me of my pilgrim suit. Have you ever seen me in that? Thankfully, no. Um, everyone's <laughs> making fun of the hat. And he said, I warned you guys that winter was coming. Well, winter is here. And this year, we're not having Thanksgiving. We're having Bangsgiving. And everyone has to pull a name and bring a date for that person. I have no problem with that. It's that he insists everyone has to sleep with that person upon meeting them. I have a problem with, Heather. I have a problem with that, too. But I like the way he opens it. Friends, ex-girlfriend, Winston. <laughs> Winston just sits there, doesn't even flinch. No. So uh Nick Nick also says your plan sounds kidnappy. Yes. Because it kept on and someone asked Winston if it's legal. (laughs) He's like, it's a gray area because Schmidt says something like he's gonna lock the door and no one can leave, or something like you know, like he's at at the point where they say it's kidnappy. Um, so everyone picks names and we can tell by Schmidt's face that he picks Cece and so can she. And she says, oh, no, you picked me. Let me guess you're going to set me up with yourself. <laughs> now we're in a new scene where we find out that well, I don't even know if we're in a new scene. I, this was hard because the scene this never change. Just remember Winston's got into feet lately. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of funny lines I didn't write down because it was hard to keep up with. And oh, it has good. no scene; it's just ongoing in the same room. Yeah. So Jess picks Winston, and oh yeah, so we're at the party on Thanksgiving. Jess picks Winston, and she brings brings Pearl, and Winston has his police badge pinned to his sports coat. Oh, so everyone knows he's a police officer, and we find out in a minute that Pearl is a quote lunch lady at the school. Winston gets coached. So he brings Pepper, who is a super, super fit, very muscular female. (laughs) He brings Lucy for Schmidt because he asked her to. And we'll find out more about that in a minute. Uh, Jeff, who Schmidt brought for Cece, is not there yet, which we all think is kind of suspect. And Coach got Jess. So he brought Ryan. Ryan. To which when he walks in, she says, I can't look at him without getting pregnant. (laughs) And I love what she says. He just oozes oozes sex. And he's like, I brought biscuits. (laughs) But Nick brought the best guest of all. Yes. And Nick uh, drew himself. So he brought Hev's. Trayan. I lost my mind. Weird timing for us because other than the introduction of Tran, I feel like this is the best Tran episode. Oh, I agree. So it's just weird how that worked out. 
it's like the most we ever get of Tran in one episode. That's true. Yeah. I like how Schmidt. I like how Schmidt says he spells Jack with a Z. So you know he comes from money. Yes. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> When Coach says to Winston, if I unzipped you, an old white woman would come out. And someone said, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And Nick goes, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Something like that. Like, well, that would be weird. Okay. Nick's Nick talking to Tran about alligators. Yeah. I mean, we're all getting ahead of, and behind ourselves. But yes, Joe? <laughs> and then Nick, when, when he finds out Schmidt invited his gym crush, he's like, He's like, I'll show you I know about her. So he walks up to her and he goes, so, do you still like popcorn? <laughs> and, he, and she goes, yeah, I think so. He goes, see, I know all her foods. Right. So to, to, <laughs> to jump in front of that, we find out that Nick and Schmidt are in an argument because Nick dated Lucy, I don't know, like a year ago or two years ago. And Schmidt says it's okay because it's past the thousand shower rule. And Nick's like, if you think I've showered a thousand times and said you're crazy. That <laughs> was dying. So funny. Who comes up with this stuff? I wish I was more clever. Um, so yeah, I don't know when that happens, but to prove that he still knows things about Lucy, he does ask her if she still likes popcorn. Uh, so Jess and Ryan are talking and he said he didn't realize this was a singles party. Yes, Heather. Uh, and also Tran brought Thailand Monopoly. He did. What a great guest. Right. Um, and he brought some sort of food, I think, too, or alcohol. He brought, I think he brought some beers. Yeah, too much to, to write down. So Jess and Ryan are talking. She brings Ryan into her room. She's like, this can't happen. <clears throat> we can't be together. I'm your boss. And one of the dresses on her button comes unbuttoned alone while they're talking without touching it. By the time the conversation's over, both buttons are undone because that's, I guess, how sexy ryan is and she's made like a hard like no we can't hook up let's just you know stay, stay separate at the party so schmidt calls an emergency roommate meeting on the roof because bang's giving is in peril and that is so weird because every host of the party is gone <laughs> leaving a total group of random strangers in the room together so he's like what's the problem everyone's arguing over who they got as their pick Cece's like, at least you guys have a pick. Mine's imaginary. And Winston says, Jeff is late because a wild peacock got loose on the freeway and is holding up traffic, which sounds <laughs> totally fake. Right. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> then everyone votes that it is okay for Schmidt to hook up with Lucy, or they don't vote in, in Nick's favor. And then everyone votes that Jeff should hook up with Ryan. And it's suggested she just get it out of her system and hook up with him so that she can move on from her crush. They all vote yes, except for if you notice, you can't actually see Nick in that scene. So no one knows how Nick voted. So Schmidt and Lucy are talking and flirting and Nick desperately attempts to flirt with Cece, which is a hot mess. Um, but before we get more into that scenario, Jess texts Ryan to come into her room where she is only wearing an apron and mittens for some reason and explains <laughs> her theory. And he gets really upset because he's like, no, I care about you. I'm crazy about you. I don't want to just hook up with you once. Like, you know, I, I really feel like I want to date you basically. And he leaves and she tries to run after him, but the group's outside and she remembers she's naked. So she has to go back in her room. 
And I want to note that scene because she walks back into the room and says, freaking Thanksgiving. Yes, she does. Like, it's a thing. (laughs) Winston um, is not talking to his date because she's a lunch lady. Nick says to Cece, oh, you know that $20 I owe you? It's in my bedroom. And when they're (laughs) walking towards the bedroom, Lucy says to Schmidt, you're really sexy for a drill. He's like, not now, woman. Wait, what? Then Pepper throws Coach on the floor um, when he approaches her, quote, blind side. And Nick is making sex noises in the room with Cece while pretending to look for her money. And she just seems very not amused. And that's when Schmidt runs in and (laughs) they talk about how Cece's on the never list. So he knew it wasn't happening, but he was mad. They ask him why he brought Tran, him being Nick. And he's only been hooking up with terrible women and feels awful. And he's afraid. Well, as CC points out to him, he's afraid of getting hurt. And that's why he's not choosing better people. That was hard to explain. I didn't do a good And CC's like, you guys aren't even fighting. Yeah, you guys are barely fighting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then Winston Love tells- Love this scene. Love it. What? I love the scene of Winnie B. Oh, when he's talking about the lunch lady? Yeah. Lunch I don't know. I thought that was weird. You. What? I thought it was weird. The way he scooped up the pork. Oh, okay. No, that was funny. Yeah. And then, and then she says, I, I died in the scene. She says, I want to be called a lunch monitor, not a lunch lady. And he goes, oh, like how I can't call little people shrinkies. What was that? It was so weird. And she doesn't even really get two-faced. She's like, okay. So Winston tells a traumatic story about being embarrassed by a lunch lady. And, you know, I guess that's why he was thrown off. I I don't know. I thought that part was random. Um, (laughs) Jess and Nick are on the roof. And he says, so I saw your butt earlier. It's holding up nicely. And she's like, it does the trick. (laughs) (coughs) They say that Ryan left. Um, and Jess points out again, it's against the rules. And that brings up the Ferris Bueller debate where Jess takes the, the side of the principal in Ferris Bueller, which I guess most people don't. I've never seen the whole film, so I don't know. And he says, this isn't about the rules. This is about you being scared and putting yourself out there and tries to pass off a Ferris Bueller's quote as his own, but Jess catches him. Um, then Jess goes to Ryan's, which by the way, is Dr. Sam's apartment. So that's It weird. is? Yes. The door, even the shot of her looking out at the street. I was like, we've been here before. Um, (laughs) She brings him a pie tin that has no pie in it because she ate it all. And she wants more too. And she wants to leave so they could take it slow. But he kisses her and like, no, it's Thanksgiving. So you better come in. Mm. She tried to blame the pie on the guys though. She's like, yeah, "Yeah, they had a piece on the way over. Or no, they they, they had a piece. And then she, all right, that's a lie. I had a piece. <laughs> then he Two pieces, it up three goes, pieces. This is totally empty. <laughs> goes, yeah. All right, I need the whole pie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how'd she use on the right over? I mean, there's a cab in the back of the shop, but like with her hands, like, and she's all perfect still. And anyway, yeah. <laughs> so Nick is trying, going to try to stop being afraid and <clears throat> start dating. He tells Tran, and if only he could meet someone like him, just Tran oh. in a dress, basically. His face, his mind in a dress. Yeah, his face. Oh, I was dying. That's what we all want. Well, so he get- I- <laughs> not exactly. What the I heck? like how how Nick goes. 
Tran, what's up with all the beer bottles? I thought you were switching well, to white wine. Exactly. When he knocks <laughs> and he's them all like, over. You're not driving home. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're not driving home. And that's when eventually the granddaughter comes over. And, and so obviously you can see there's a spark and it's like, you know, Tran, but a girl and related to Tran. So perfect. But I love how Tran's like basically drunk on the couch. Nick answers the door and he turns around and Tran's in his coat, in his hat, standing, oh. smiling, looking not drunk. <laughs> Tran is a man of mystery. And I like how she yes. says that she's like, are you the guy obsessed with my grandfather? Yeah. So yeah, yeah like, like, like believable, but a little odd. Yeah. So coach is on the roof and he apologizes to Pepper. And that's when she challenges him to arm wrestling and Pepper lets him win basically in order for him to feel okay being attracted to her and they kiss. Schmidt is saying that Lucy left and she's a bit of an anti-Semite. And I just noticed I spelled Jeff wrong. I spelled it with a J in my notes. <laughs> and Cece says there's no Jeff, um, you know, obviously, and that she has Schmidt on her never list too. He goes to get them some drinks. And that's when Jeff, who is very handsome, perfect for Cece, seems like a nice guy come in and says he hit a peacock on the way over and she pretends <laughs> to not know English and push him out. Heather, thoughts? On her pretending to not know English? Yeah, because you love scenes with them and Schmidt. She obviously kicked him out so she could be with Schmidt. Oh, oh, I was like, when I watched it, I mean, I liked that, but I was too busy laughing at the whole peacock concept. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, coach, that sounds like something that Joe would say too. I could just see like to the birth of our child, when we were almost late and the child was still inside me as I was a passenger in Joe's car, but Joe's not late anymore, but he used to be really late and have like a lot of crazy excuses. And I was like, oh, I could just see Joe be like, there's a peacock on the freeway. It's crazy. I'm going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> so uh coach and pepper are doing push-ups in his room um tran is getting in the elevator but she, the granddaughter is giving her phone number to nick Ooh. winston is with pearl with the oven mitts and jess's <laughs> apron his oven mitts have been through a lot that day <laughs> cc and schmidt are playing what looks like monopoly regular american monopoly and Jess and Ryan are watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off where she's still cheering for the principal because that's her people. Um, and that is an ep episode. Again, a favorite because holiday, everyone in the same room. So we'll start with Jess' look. I mean, she really- Everyone going... in the same room, but so much. And the roof. On. And yeah, so much. Thanksgiving. Right. But that I, brings us... want... I just want to say one thing about Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was hilarious when Jess says it's a shingles party of all roofers. Uh, so we'll go into Jess look and oh, you know what I want to say? Is this the episode where Nick's talking about Tran and he says he fought in the Korean War? I mean, I don't know which side. Oh, I was dying. <laughs> okay, so Jess look, she's only in a few things this episode. I, I do love the Thanksgiving dress, but my God, did I love her hair with the braid and the bangs parted down the middle. I thought this was a 10 out of 10 for Jess hair, makeup, outfit episode. Whoa. Yeah, really big fan. Joe. I think the best one was the apron. That I was had the a feeling. Time. Yeah, nice catch, Joe. But <laughs> let me tell you why, though. Not for the obvious, obviously. Yeah, that's but <laughs> I'm saying that um, I'm saying that 
the way they, again, they take a, a tense situation or what could be a, a sexual tension situation and turn it hilarious because she's like, even when she says like the line, oh, well, it's Thanksgiving. So I figured you need some meat, some white meat and or yeah. I got the white meat and you bring the gravy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he's like, uh, the gloves aren't working. The aprons aren't working. Yeah, they're not working. I, that, this was a bad idea. The oven you know, mitts. Yeah. Yeah, the oven mitts. So I, I thought the way they used the outfit was, yeah. was more hilarious than the actual outfit itself. Yeah, Ooh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Heather? Um, you know, it's funny. You and I totally differ on this. The velvet dress, first of all, I wasn't crazy about it. Mm-hmm. And that's A. And two, I didn't think it was appropriate for Thanksgiving. What? Or should I say Thanksgiving? It's too dressy. She's the host. Well, that's true. You should always and be a little usually, bit more dressed up if you're the host. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, but I was expecting her because she's just to have like a sequin sweater with pilgrims. I don't know how many Thanksgiving episodes you're going to be upset that she's not wearing something with pilgrims or turkeys on it. Have I said that? Yeah. Or like a Christmas. You're like she should have been wearing a dress that has like a package. Like she's not that bad. <laughs> Well, I remember I got upset on Cece's birthday because yeah. I thought she should have had like a birthday cake. So there's that, um, the braid on the hair. I, I liked it and I thought it was Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. I'll use that as just look. Okay. Best dress. I'm obviously giving to Jess after my speech, Heather, who's your best dressed trans. Oh, I thought we'd all, no, I thought we'd all have the same one. Hmm. Winnie B. Okay, because first we have the plaid shirt, which is really handsome, first mm-hmm. scene. Oh, yeah. Then we have the blazer with the policeman pin, mm-hmm. which was absolutely hilarious. Remember, you guys, the policeman pin? Yeah, we remember. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Just, that was hilarious. And then... Just talk about it. The end. <laughs> the end. The apron. Yeah, with the mittens. Yeah, so it's Winnie B. Yeah, okay, good. Joe, best dressed? Uh, well, I mean, Jess to me was the best dressed, but uh, yeah, nothing else stands out besides the apron. Okay, okay. Uh, so favorite Schmidt moment, mine was the Pilgrim's hat that he had to put the hat on just to do the presentation about Thanksgiving. And then we find out he's been talking about it for two weeks anyway, and his level of enthusiasm, <laughs> although I do the concept I do find still problematic a little bit. Um, I really appreciated that. I definitely feel like coming up with Thanksgiving is a jar moment, but there are none for this episode. Joe, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? Uh, I would say... Oh, it, it has to be his speeches. When he's trying to sell Bane's giving, it's hilarious. <laughs> he's like, I can't have a flashback to my Uzama or whatever it was when he was little. And he has to call like a roof. <laughs> he has to call like a roof intervention. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Nobody's playing by the rules here. This ain't right. Let, he treats it like a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, yeah, it was more of a chore to mm-hmm. to get Thanksgiving done than than uh, you know than just to have a good time being together. Right. But Heather, favorite Schmidt moment? Well, there's so many. Um, but one, first of all, 
if Winnie's wardrobe hadn't been so good, I definitely would have given the pilgrim. Hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. But also one line that no one mentioned that I thought was really funny is when he says to Cece, this must be a bittersweet holiday for you. And oh. she goes, wrong kind of Indian. So funny. <laughs> so ridiculous. This show is not PC. No, it wouldn't. Some of the jokes wouldn't fly now for sure. No. Um, that brings us to favorite or funniest moments overall. Mine is the whole Tran, a girl like you, knock over the beers, Kai at the door, and then Tran magically being ready right behind Nick. Tran is so magical. Heather, what is your favorite or funniest moment from this episode? Samesies. I put everything involving Tran. It was good. You just take out all the Tran scenes. They're great. So good. So Tran's amazing. He is. Joe? And for the honey roast war? Nope. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you where we're at in the podcast. <laughs> we were figure. talking about best dressed and now we're into what? Actually, we just did favorite Schmidt moment and then we moved on to favorite funniest moment overall. Like we do every time for the last two years. If you have Joe gets frustrated with, Jill gets frustrated with Joe on your bingo, go ahead and check it off. <laughs> no, in Joe's defense, I did re-bring up best dressed because of the pilgrim hat. No, I don't know. Yeah. This is Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so the funniest. Overall, I mean, I would say it would have to, uh, again, the scene where Schmidt's trying to sell Bane's giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to add, though, as if if I wasn't such a huge Tran fan, and if it hadn't been so amazing, I would have had to give my favorite funniest moment to where Winston says, I can't call little people shrinkies. Yeah. So that brings us to Honey Roast Award. We don't even need to ask Heather, so we'll skip her. <laughs> Just kidding. Heather, is yours Tran? It's Tran. Um, but I, if Tran hadn't been in the episode, I would have given it to the set directors because I liked mm-hmm. that there was Thanksgiving decorations, but they weren't overpowering. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Mine was also Tran. For obvious reasons, Joe. Now it's honey roast. So honey roast for this show, I think it has to be Jess. Mm. Oh, yeah, because she's always juggling a bunch of things, especially when it comes to Nick <laughs> and her love life. That's good. Okay, did anyone you give a lot of sympathy to people who go through a lot? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did anyone catch a bear? No. I did notice on the internet, some people have pointed out in some older episodes, like they'll mention being barefoot or like barely, like words that the bear sound is in, but don't mean like an actual physical animal or stuffed animal that's a bear. And I was like, oh, I was never looking for those, but I'm not going to go back and try to find them. So people are observant. Yeah, very. So that brings us to discussion questions. And this is what I was hoping we would have time for. I kind of wanted to just go through everybody's choices and how actually really thoughtful they were. So if you start with uh, whoever picked Coach's date, was that Winston? Yeah, Winston picked Coach's date. She, Winston, our coach is into fitness, working out. I thought that was a good match. Obviously, Jess's was a good match, even though it was kind of mean because Coach knew she was trying to stay away from him. Winston's was whatever. I mean, she was like a cute lady, you know, that, that they were both nice and that seemed to make sense. And, uh, Schmitz was very thoughtful for CC. Schmidt picked his own as a control freak and Nick 
picked his own and, you know, obviously it was a good choice because it was Tran. So I just thought it was nice to see. I mean, it's a weird episode, but it's nice to see they all care about each other so much that they took it serious and did a good job. But also Schmidt was being kind of crazy about it. So not a lot of choices. So would you, would you agree? Ask? Oh, if we agree. Yeah. Um, I think, I think coach's choice was actually brilliant mm-hmm. because sometimes, and this has happened to me twice and both times I was grateful. Uh, sometimes you like someone but for whatever reason you're not it's like feel like it can't happen or whatever so it takes a really good friend to be like you guys are perfect I'm smushing you together smushing smushing yeah Yeah. so did you feel like everyone chose a good date for everyone else in this episode uh yeah I think the twist of the lunch lady was hilarious you mean uh (laughs) Winston's traumatic lunch lady experience yeah yeah well well just because like leave it up to jess to invite the lunch lady from her school yeah yeah (laughs) not like another teacher or i mean that doesn't matter though no but i'm just saying it's always like a random like just a weird quirky yeah like jess gets along with everyone like i can see her her whole circle of friends is everyone from you know, from janitors to principals to teachers, and then she picks the lunch lady. Yeah. And I, their question I, was specifically no. specifically to Joe, is the rule about hooking up with someone your friend has hooked up with 1,000 showers? Like, that's three years of showers. <laughs> well, it depends on how often you shower, actually. Or, yeah, or Nick, it could be three and a half, four years, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know about a thousand, you know, I, I don't know if there's a, uh, what is it? Term of limitation or statue of limitations. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever done that with my friends, but a statue of limitations, you know, usually when someone moves on to another relationship, that's your statue of limitations. Like, because you're over that previous person, because now you're in a new relationship. So what's the matter about the old person? That's shocking to me. I wouldn't want any of my friends marrying you now just because we're not married. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that would be really we're, weird. We're marriage though. We're talking marriage. This wasn't marriage. Nick wasn't married to her. Okay. If I had no. my, so let's apply it to one of my ex-boyfriends. I wouldn't want one of my friends dating like that. I dated for a long time. Nick only dated her for two months. It sounded like I mean, he was just worked up about to be worked up about it, I think. But yeah. I just, I guess it just is a case by case situation is the answer. Yeah. And, and generally your friends usually won't go out with your ex-girlfriends because like all my friends were always friends with girlfriends or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you already have that friends dynamic. So I don't know. It's just. It just, but it's definitely not a thousand showers. Okay, <laughs> we can say that safely. We don't apply the amount of well, showers. And if you're a compulsive showerer, it like would me. go a lot faster. Some days I take three showers. I'll take a shower just because I'm cold. Like showers <laughs> are fun. They're fun and relaxing. Heather, we're almost out of time. So do you have one question? Oh, we're almost out of time. Yeah, that's why I said that. Oh my gosh, it goes too fast. Okay, um, gosh. I have several. Um, I'll, I'll go with something simple. Is it wise of Nick 
to possibly date Tran's granddaughter, given how precious his friendship with Tran is to him. In theory, no, but how could you resist? I mean, he loves Tran. Oh, okay. It's a Tran relative. He probably wants to be related to Tran. Joe, what's your answer? In terms of what? In terms of Heather's question she just asked. We got to repeat it again. Is it wise of Nick to date Tran's granddaughter considering how close he is to Tran? We only have a couple minutes. <laughs> That's a great question. So thank you. I think I think it would be great because they, you know, first of all, you'd have a conversation because there's no real conversation with Tran. It's kind of one-sided. <laughs> but uh I think it is, unless it would end badly, which all of Nick's relationships end at, you know, some point. So maybe it's not a, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's not a good idea, but but I think because he likes Tran so much and has so much respect for Tran, he would treat the granddaughter really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, good insight. I like Heather? that. Uh, you know, it's kind of like Joe said, it could go either way, but I normal I normally I would just say no like bad idea don't do it because that relationship is so special yeah but only because as a viewer though he just said he wants Tran in a dress how could he not like I was excited when he got her number so it's tricky uh be careful Nick you know, know what one thing that we you know at the end of the episode, when when he opens the door and sees Tran's granddaughter, when he turns around, Tran is smiling ear to ear. And you know, <gasps> yes, he is. And like it was sure his plan all along. I don't know if he's doing it because he's so hammered after drinking 71 beers or <laughs> he's happy because, oh, so this is what. This is I why he got drunk and needed a DD. <laughs> because, yeah, because trans all knowing, I think that he brought the Korean beers to drink the Korean beers. So his granddaughter had to pick him up because he knew that Nick needed somebody nice to date that wasn't like these other girls. And I didn't know I thought that until you said that, Joe. Well done. You know, you didn't say much this episode and you weren't really paying attention, but you made up for it with that comment. That was brilliant. But what you did say was profound. And you know what trans could have done? You guys, because he's so smart, when no one was paying attention, he could have, because he didn't seem drunk, he could have gone around and collected empty beer bottles. That's what I think. Those were the Korean beers he brought, I think. I think it was a mix of beers. Maybe. But regardless, trans smarter than all of us. even if he switched to white wine, he still shouldn't be tried. I know. I was like, why would switching to white wine make this situation better? Anyways, we're about to run out of time, so thank you guys so much. Yo! Joe didn't get a discussion question. I'm sorry, Joe. We only have two minutes. You have like a yes or no discussion question? No, no discussion today. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that because it would have made it hard to edit when it just cut us out in the middle of talking. Uh, so we'll see you guys not next week, taking next week off, but the next week with a series of in-person podcasts where I won't be as wound up about time. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody.